Love and Watches is a family-friendly podcast for male and female watch lovers alike. Perpetual Girl and Ranch Racer are a watch-crazy wife and husband team who've been wearing and collecting watches for more than 45 years. They enjoy bringing you the latest in collecting, interviews, news, and all things interesting in the world of watches. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Love and Watches podcast. This is Ranch Racer. And this is Perpetual Girl. Hello. And what do we got going today? We have a couple things going today. We, um, for one, it's uh, we're getting close to Christmas here and Hanukkah and the holidays. And I know everyone does a holiday show of, of gifts and we're not going to go in too into that. No. But I do know that um, one thing I was going to mention is if you have the watch lover in your family, uh, Unwatch related gifts, I think, are a really great way to start if you're looking for a gift for the watch lover in your family. Accessory, you know, accessories. So, yeah. um, things like tools and watch rolls and all those good things. Boxes. Are yeah. Really fun way to start. Um, I just kind of popped into my head. But um, other than just that brief little fun um, idea, see what else do we have here uh, more importantly we have a watch in for review right now that we've both been really having a lot of fun with why don't you introduce it okay yeah so this one as our longtime listeners will know we are big fans and have become good friends with the uh, swiss watch company folks uh steven and josh and and his brother and in, in switzerland and just a great family good people uh, dedicated to basically producing very, very nice, high-quality Swiss-made timepieces at affordable prices. Um, we've had them on the show a couple times, and uh, so we've got a new one in for review. And, you know, the, it, it's been an interesting journey for these guys. They've been at it for a couple years now with their own brand, uh, you know, prior to that doing things for other, other uh, manufacturers. But been at it for a couple years with their own brand. Very u- unique designs. And I don't know if they're polarizing, but it's very, it was different, right? So the, the original diver, the, uh, the quartz powered sport, which is, should be shipping anytime now. Um, you, I think the dial designs tended to you either really liked it or you, or you didn't. And so what I found interesting is with the gen two diver, uh, they've removed that one component of the design that I think was kind of polarizing maybe a little bit. Which is funny because I liked that part. I of did design. too. I, I really liked it, but just goes to show um, you what, that everyone just has their own. I guess it's just taste. not, it's not super mainstream, right? I think it's a little more focused maybe. So the gen two diver, they removed that. Then the dial as much is a smoother, cleaner, I guess, cleaner design. Uh, the one we have in uh, is something called the bunker. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is kind of, this is our first field watch and you know, not to spoil too much, but I've been very, very impressed with this piece. You're going to write a review on it. Uh, we might do a video review on it. It's a 41 millimeter titanium case and buckle. Uh, just a really solid field watch. We've got the one in the, the beautiful cream dial. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, you know, I wouldn't say it's as unique as their first pieces with the, the, with the, the dial design in the center. Uh, but I think it's more mainstream, and I think they're going to bring in more customers with this one. I, I really think they've just done a stellar job with it. Um, again, 41 millimeters, but only 10 millimeters thick. I mean, it's, super, super thin. I've been wearing it a lot. You and, have, and yeah. And it wears really well on me, even with the with 
the leather band. Yep. And I never would have thought I would have liked titanium. And I personally am not a, like, this isn't a fleeger, fleeger, but I'm not really a field watch person because a lot of times they do have that fleeger feel with non-applied indices. And this has applied markers. And it it's, does. It has depth and it has richness. The colors are all you know, really rich and it, it just pops out. I don't, and I'm pretty much giving a partial review here, yeah. which is okay, but I've been so impressed with it as well. And I've been, I've been wearing it around and it's, it's a really, really nice watch for a, a lot of different wrist sizes, even, even yeah. with the, the diameter of the case. Yeah. And like all of their other watches to date, uh, it's got a Swiss movement. It's a Salida SW200. It's all assembled in Switzerland uh, by a member of the family, one of the brothers in the family. And I, I apologize that his name is escaping me right now, but, uh, we had a rough couple of weeks. <laughs> well, we sleep. haven't had, we haven't had him on the, on the show yet. Just Josh and Steven. Yeah. But, uh, I think you guys are really going to like this one. It's the SWC bunker. It's, if you go to SWC USA, it's on their website right now. Uh, I think it's $400, uh, to order. I might don't, don't quote don't quote us on that. I think the pricing is a little different. Let's see, I'm going to check right now. I think there's an early bird pricing. And... Uh, price on their website is $399. Okay. So I, I don't think they're shipping quite yet, but you can order it. Um, so I, I just, you know, look look for a review from us on the website. And I think we I might even do a video review on this one. I'm just really, really impressed with what you get. Uh, a really, really nice Swiss made watch, That's... mechanical movement, assembled mm-hmm. in Switzerland for 400 bucks. It just doesn't get much better than this in my mind. That's the key. And with this brand, it's, it's not an overpriced, overmarketed watch. It's actually high quality, fair pricing. Yes. And it's yeah. ma- making a good quality watch accessible. Absolutely. Well, it even comes with two straps. It comes with a really nice leather strap, and then they're um, the same strap I think that comes with the Sport, which is mm-hmm. a Velcro strap that's kind of infinitely adjustable, so you can get that perfect fit. And it's it. I wouldn't even call that a NATO. No, it's, it's not, not a not NATO. A NATO because it doesn't no. go under, and you don't have these bulky double folding. Correct. It's hidden. Funkiness still. above that stick up like the whole width of your yep. case on top of your wrist. Yeah. No, they, so it fits you really well. I think they've, uh, and I, I told Josh this when I was, we were chatting back and forth on text and I, I said, I think this is your best effort to date in terms of growing the brand, you know, and bringing in new buyers and new fans of, of SWC. I think they've just really done a great job. It's got a nice orange, orange, uh, tip on the seconds hand and they've just, it, it's a beautiful, beautiful piece. I, I don't know yet if we're going to be adding it to our collection. I, I think we might be. Uh, I'm not, and like you, I was never really a titanium person, but boy, it sure works on this, doesn't oh, yeah. it? With the cream dial and, and it's so light. I mean, you just, you know, if, if any of you have titanium watches, you know how light they are. You just completely forget that you're wearing them. Uh, and I tend to like some heft to my watches, but uh, it doesn't seem to be, bother it. me with this nope. one. I just, it's nope. such a great looking piece. So, uh, so there you go. We're, we're going to get a review out. You, you already know what our feelings are on it, but we'll give you some photos and some wrist shots on both my wrist and PG's wrist. And I think so far, PG, you're going to write that one, right? I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. It's, yeah. um, well, I wrote the sport one, so maybe I'll have you write this, but we can, we can do a both a male and female. Yeah. We can uh, maybe tag team that review. Yeah. But, but it's, uh, it's, it's pretty versatile. It's not, 
the some of the color choices for the velcro are a like a greenish like an army green uh, which gives it a much more masculine tougher look and the leather has a white stitching and it it's got a beautiful earthy western sort of like a saddle color so i think it's really really versatile it's not um it's actually almost dressy it is, and it comes in this cream dial, a black dial. I think a black dial, right? Mm-hmm. And then that and it's like a blue gray dial. Um, no, it's white. This is the this is the cream. Right there's the cream, the black, and then this is like um, a blue gray. Oh, I've not a blue grayish. That's I think different. it might be a new one. That's different, yeah. And uh, I love the uh, indexes on this because they're cream color indexes with the orange outline. So that's brand new. Yeah, and boy, that adds a really cool little have I been for color two pop to it. <laughs> yeah, I've been keeping an eye on this. So anyway, guys, that's the SWC bunker. So that's um, four colors then, black, blue, I don't, I don't see the white on here, so they might have white. just gone with the cream because I'm not seeing the white on their website anymore. We'll have to ask Josh if they're still doing Yeah, it's white. on Instagram. But uh, anyway, very cool watch. We'll look for a review, and if you're, if you're looking for an, a really nice... Um, you know, Swiss made kind of field style watch. I, you, I don't think you're going to have, I don't think you're going to go wrong with this. It's a really cool looking. And I like the cream, but now I'm looking at that blue gray dial with the orange outlines on the indexes. And wow, I'm almost uh, digging a, that one more. <laughs> you're, you're the blue dial collection though. Yeah, but this is more gray. It's a bluish gray. Which I wouldn't wear. So we have to think about oh, sharing. Cool. <laughs> share and share alike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so what's the main topic of the show today? Well, we've done a segment on our podcast that seems to be very popular, and it's the Love and Our Listener Spotlight. And since for us, the most exciting thing about doing our podcast over the last three years has been meeting all these amazing people, hundreds and hundreds and actually thousands now. So it's something that we enjoy doing because you don't have to be a manufacturer to be an expert or a uh, enthusiast or a collector. So we don't claim to know everything and we learn from people every day. So we thought, let's give it back to the watch fam. And I have a list of people who have reached out to me and we're, you know, going through the list. And I was contacted by a couple who have listened to our podcast for three years now. And they wanted to be on the podcast and they actually have their own YouTube channel for their watch collection. So that's where what we're going to do today. And and it was, you know, we've already recorded what that we're recording the intro afterwards. And uh, it, we could have gone a lot longer with <laughs> with these gals. It was a lot of fun. We were a lot of laughter and yeah. So get ready to really, and... really neat, neat people. Um, so with that. Let's get right to the interview, shall we? Yep. All right. Here we go. And here we are today, our Love and Our Listener Spotlight. We have uh, a couple of ladies from New England, and they go by Penny and Empress. And welcome to the show. Woohoo! Thank you. Yeah, welcome, guys. Awesome. And it's bright and early here on the West Coast, 8 o'clock. I think we're awake. I'm, I'm halfway there. I'm on my second cup there? of coffee, okay. so I'm halfway to, to being fully awake. And Penny and Empress have uh, their account is a joint account. It's all in her all in her movements, and that's their watch collection. That's Instagram. That's their Instagram and, and YouTube now. 
and oh, YouTube. Awesome. Yes, that's right, recent. Cool. And cool. I watched I watched some of your YouTube last night and you have excellent collection so far what I've seen. I don't think you you guys have revealed all of your collection, but um, I learned a lot about what you guys like and I think we have a lot in common, the four of us, because there are things that I like that they're totally different than what Ranch Racer likes. So we'll kind of we'll kind of start off there with well, and it's couples that collect. And yes, there's not, that's pretty pretty rare. There, there's not usually you'll hear one or the other, but it's pretty rare to hear about a couple. You know, both people collect, right? Exactly, and women. So yes, women are a smaller segment of watch collecting. Yeah. So I think we're gonna have a lot of fun talking about some of these little questions I have here. Yeah. And to start off, um, introduce yourselves. And I guess a general question is, how did you get into collecting? Or tell us a little bit about how your watch collecting journey started. Okay. Well, I'm Penny. And, um, you know, as you said, our, our Instagram is all in her movements. It's all one word. And even on YouTube, it's all one word, all in her movements. And um, we just started that. I mean, we've had the Instagram account longer. We, we've had the Instagram account for a while. And the YouTube account used to actually be a gaming channel. And I kind of switched it over, rebranded <laughs> it since I already had it. And uh, but it was a you know pretty dormant video game channel. And um, so I guess how did we get into this? Well, I Penny have a lot of hobbies. I am a hobbyist <gasps> for sure. I enjoy a lot of things. And Sounds so, familiar. Um, <laughs> like Ranch Racer here. <laughs> and, and it's kind of like whatever I get into, I really get into it. And, you know, it's, it's just, I realized, you know, so Ranch Racer, you're in the same same camp. I realized there are other people like us that, that are, because there are collectors that just collect a certain thing and do a certain thing. And that's their, you know, that's what they do. But then there are hobbyists who I've started to learn um, are a group as well, you know, that they, we like to try out a bunch of different things. And for me, the hobbies are kind of cyclical. Like I'll come back around, I'll get really into something and then it's sort of phases, you know, so I'll be really into, for example, we also, I mentioned gaming. I'm a, I'm an avid gamer, but it ebbs and flows. There are times when I don't play anything. And then there are times when I play a lot of games, you know, so, uh, but we're into Lego. Lego. which is a mutual hobby of ours ah, and, and ranch racer loves lego too. i wonder i wonder if you and i were like twins separated at birth <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are collective these, these hobby folks and i yeah. think in the watch world there are several lego collectors several lego people that are also into watches so that's an interesting thing maybe to to think mm. about um, so that's kind of my blueprint is that I'm a hobbyist and I'm a, I, a collector at heart probably. And with Lego, we have a pretty big collection. It's like mm. our addict is a Lego city. So it's, wow. uh, and on our YouTube channel, we have an old video of kind of like really early on in the game of, of us setting up the city. So it's like, you get an idea, but it's taken over that attic basically and it's a pretty big city, so we collect sets and we build our custom, you know, projects and stuff. Um, and then with watches, I always wore watches, you know, and I never really went without a watch. Uh, but about three to four years ago, almost four years ago, I 
wanted to watch the, the battery. I didn't, I was tired of the batteries dying. And so I had this little box of watches where the batteries died. And then it's like too much of a hassle to go to the mall and get the battery swapped out. And it, I would just buy another watch whenever a battery died, basically. And so I figured out that you didn't have to do that, that there were watches that didn't have batteries. And I thought it was the coolest thing. And I went to the store, was on a trip with my mother. I went to, to we went shopping and I told the woman at the counter that I would love to have a watch that doesn't need a battery. And I would say that that, and she pointed me to the Seikos mm. and to the Citizens. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, the Citizen Eco Drive and the Seikos that they had were all, well, technically we know the Eco Drive does have solar powered battery, right? Mm -hmm. But anyhow, I chose a Seiko, it was manual. And um, I realized that when I didn't wear it, it would die. <laughs> and mm -hmm. So I didn't understand that. <laughs> she didn't explain anything other than it didn't need a battery. So I thought I had a limit. And I was like, why do I have to shake this watch and fiddle with it to get it to work? And I just thought, man, this sucks. I should have just stayed with the battery watches. And so then uh, I started researching that particular Seiko, which was like a gold-plated dressy Seiko. And then I went down the rabbit hole. I started, I found out that it was an automatic watch and you needed to wear it. And then I, I started researching and researching. And then like, you know, a hobbyist, I got into the research part of it and figuring that out. So I guess in a nutshell, that's how I got into the hobby because of that watch and the battery situation. And then, you know, I'm hooked because it's easy for me to get hooked and fascinated by a hobby. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. Um, I've I since childhood I've collected things, um, little charms that they make young women collect little silly things throughout their life. <laughs> um and so I've always loved watches, but I never thought about collecting them. There's like this one watch that my grandmother had. My grandmother was a nurse. I knew I was gonna get that watch. Ah. And so it's the Seiko from, I think we tried to time it. 70s. From the 70s. Mm -hmm. And it still runs. You only change the the band. It still runs. I wind it up and it's great. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful little um, tank. Yep. Yep. It's yep. a beautiful little tank. And so I've, I've always loved watches. And when she was like, ooh, Penny was like, watches. I was like, okay, fine. Okay, let's do that. Nice. Maybe you want to edit that part out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll do that. I'm noting the time right now. <laughs> Thank you. I told you to say our names. We do, we do it too. I was, I, I was, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Easy we, enough to edit out. Oh, yeah. And sometimes he'll call me Pete, uh, perpetual girl at home. <laughs> yeah, it gets weird around here. <laughs> hey, PG. <laughs> okay. I'm used to it because I do these, 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 podcasting things more often so i just get it myself i'm like that's my name it's like, it's my, it's like a nickname oh, that, more than anything that's okay that's okay trey is also a nickname <laughs> so so, okay. so now the nurse's right. watch that um i know if if there's the code on the back you can plug that into the the seiko date finder online Okay, that's a good thing to know. Thing yeah, to know. and that's um, we'll post that on the show notes. I think that date finder gets you within like a decade, right? I don't it, think it gets it's you rough. exact. It doesn't get yeah. you the exact year because you um, it gets you a month, but then 
it, you don't get your decade. So if it says nine, it could be 1969, 1979, or 1989, etc. Kind of guess or figure that part out. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now Empress. Um, so so, you guys, did you start collecting? before you met or or how, how did that i mean so penny you said you wore a watch all the time um mm-hmm. did you kind of get empress more into the collecting or empress were you already collecting watches oh no i i gave her a box of crack i gave her yeah. a box yeah. okay. of, wa- of watch i don't think you can say crack <laughs> <laughs> okay that's edit number two I, I, watch crack <laughs> watch crack edit number two right there <laughs> I, gave, I, I so I started getting into it very quickly, getting into Seiko a little bit. And then um, Empress's birthday was coming up. So I just bought her a watch box with partially filled with a bunch of watches, you know, Ooh. some or an Orient open heart, a um, say another citizen eco drive, mm-hmm. uh, a few things. I don't remember everything that was early on in that, but, got Empress a bunch of watches and I was already in deep and I think I had already purchased my um, Speedmaster which is my ah. first luxury watch mm-hmm. so I was hooked by then for sure and then I started creeping in and, and giving Empress uh, watches and start looking at them together so we we were not enthusiasts before we met and then this all just sort of took shape after we were married after we were together I by the time I got you the watch box with some yeah. watches in it, we, we, we were enthusiasts in other things. So cologne, we were enthusiasts in that. We were enthusiasts in the Legos. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when when Penny went deep into the watches, <laughs> well, and, that... and when you are married to someone like this, you can either be <laughs> no, you're not spending that kind of money on. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Can... Okay. Let's see where we can shift the budget and <laughs> something really nice in the process. <laughs> so that's what it came down to. It's like, yeah, okay, we can we can work on this. I like that. Well, yeah. and, that, and, and the funny thing is, is I have hobbies that Empress won't get into. You know, like we have a few shared hobbies, like fragrance, fragrances and Lego. But the, I'm into cars, and I remember, <gasps> you know, I was watching these car videos and mm-hmm. you know joined a car club and did all these crazy car things and empress was like no i can't go there with you on that one i'm not into, <laughs> like, I'm not into cars. Yeah, that's not gonna happen and so yeah we we the, the watches was one where you actually could, yeah. could enjoy I, it too well, oh, the car thing you wanted me to take apart your car and <laughs> right and i, I was like penny no, I'm not doing it. I don't. I'm not mechanically inclined, which is the hilarious thing. Is that I, mean, I get into some of these things, but Empress is actually the one who's really handy and really good with ah. tools. So there'll be certain things. I was like, let's take this muffler off. Let's replace this. And she's like, no, I'm not going to help you, and I'm not getting into this. <laughs> so I think we need to look more at the DNA here because it's scary. Cars are where basically where Ranch Racer started out as a. In his youth. Well, that's my core. And it's his core me, hobby. Right? That's mine. And yeah. he was on the way to doing IndyCar, and that um, did nice. not pan out. So he's a, a racer, and we have, we kind of have the, the whole hillbilly thing going on here with there's kind of cars placed strategically around the property in various states of either Disarray. rusting, 
rusting or getting... I'll get to them, I promise. <laughs> I, as my eyes roll, you know, with the new hobbies. But yeah, no, you're a hobby guy too. And, and when he, he finds a hobby, he goes all in. So it's, um, and, and then you, you usually back. jump into mo- like I got into the RC airplanes and helicopters, and that was not, I mean, you didn't, that was not, no. not your thing at all. Yeah. But most of this, I mean, the racing and the <laughs> yeah. watches. I like the drones. I like the drones. Yeah, Those but... are fun. <laughs> well, and it, it's, you know, but... me ideas here. Right? Oh, I know. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. We, we, we could be, we could really be bad influences on each other. Um, yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Before, before we get into things like watch checks and all that or wrist checks and all that stuff um what what we're seeing here and we've talked about this before on the podcast is that frequently people that like watches are into other similar things and you mentioned legos well it's mechanical right and i think a Mm -hmm. lot of us are very intrigued by the mechanics of a watch something that works keeps time you don't need to power it with anything other than a spring um it's it's perpetual right i mean that's where where pg gets her her name um and cars very mechanical um Mm -hmm. you know for me the the rc thing there's a there's skill involved and it's mechanical you're working on them so i mean there's it's very interesting because we've talked to obviously a lot of watch collectors and and we do find that that's a common thread that runs through many collectors is that love of things mechanical like edc um, yeah knives pens yeah, i love knives oh, yeah. i mean yeah. knives are so cool and pens i mean all that kind of stuff right yep 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 yes absolutely and and i almost got into rc uh cars like our nephews are kind of fearing that way and showing that so we have a yeah we we we've ex- I experimented a little with with cars with the uh the rc if covid hadn't happened i, would I think probably... i was uh... on the cusp of probably <laughs> going to track because there's, there's some cool places to go where they have some tracks and stuff and you can race them and then all the parts like uh, bins and, you know, shops. And it's pretty deep and it's pretty mechanical. I mean, it's pretty oh, hands yeah. on, like fix up your, your, yeah. your stuff. But, and one of our neighbors is into was into it, but he moved. So that also might have been... Um, that was a same good, way. good fortune. <laughs> the guy that good for the checkbook. Saw me driving one in the in the street, a little buggy in the street, and, and he was like, "Hey, you like that?" And so, <laughs> if, if I think if he stuck around, I might have also gone gotten a little further in that. But yeah, well, you I can also look in. Thread there. Yep. Ha, have you tried slot cars? We have a slot car track as well. Oh, those are fun. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a that's. I have it. I'm gonna look that uh, oh. right now. Empress is going to get really PO'd at you I'm pretty sorry. soon. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the slot cars are different and there's less, you know, you're not building, you're just buying us a, 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 the cars. You can though. You can, you can work on you them. Can, but you don't have to, yeah. but you don't have to, but you can buy your own track and make a custom track. At one point we had, uh, we were renting that house that had a little extra bedroom and we set up the whole room as a slot car room. Yeah. Yeah. So we had all the slot cars and I, we customized the plywood that it was on and did trees like a train, kind of like a train set, but it was cars. And we had little parking lots mm-hmm. with uh, our matchbox cars. We had a little Ooh. parking. A little... <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So we yeah. kind of, yeah, I think slot cars, slot cars are kind of interesting. I'm looking them up right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, rabbit hole. that was fun. We kind of geeked out on that. Smaller. <laughs> so should we do some some uh, yeah, wrist checks before we get too far we should far probably talk this? about watches a little bit this is fun oh, though yeah. we're let, having fun let's do some wrist checks why don't one of you guys uh kick it off and let us know what you're wearing today okay 
Uh, you want me to go? Sure. I impress him wearing the BL. BL and R. BL and R. Mm. I just call it that. Mm-hmm. Okay. You call it the B. So it is the Rolex Oyster Perpetual Date. GMT. GMT 2. Yep. yep. It's um, the Batman, basically, a- right? Yeah, but yeah. on, I guess they call it a Batgirl because it's on a Jubilee bracelet. Yep. Ah. Yep. Yeah, so it's um beautiful, beautiful piece. I've I've been wearing it for at least a week now, and yeah. I just love it. Isn't that Jubilee yeah. comfortable? It is. It is amazing, and it just it like in the light, it just sparkles and does all. Like I'll be in a Zoom meeting, and I'm just like, oh, uh, finance? What's that? <laughs> Staring at your watch bracelet. <laughs> what's what's going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to Earth. See the light <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do I have to do now in this meeting? <laughs> yeah, and we we have separate collections, but we the watches also kind of move freely between the collections. Uh-huh. So we um, so yeah. So this is this is that's this technically is, my watch. This is baby. <laughs> <laughs> I said the other day, I was like, you're probably the only person in the world I would I would let wear that watch. <laughs> Like your watch too it's the same household but um i, I can't really think of anyone else that would be wearing it now for you're so long, but... are your wrists the same size are they close enough so that you don't have to resize yeah um, well i think mine is six and three quarters and yours is like six and a half yeah so they're similar they're close enough it just depends on the day if we if we size it or if they have a micro adjustment you know ability that's usually enough to to make it comfortable. Mm-hmm. I like to wear mine a little looser too, which yep. is part of it, mm-hmm. the, the difference. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then I'm wearing the, I'm also wearing a Rolex. I'm wearing the Explorer 2 um, Polar 16570, ah. um, the, the white dial, the 40 millimeter one. And um, it's a good fit. It's a good, it's a good watch. My first Rolex. I covet that watch greatly. We almost bought one in we Vegas all, a couple years ago. We almost bought one. Almost. We should have at the time. I know. It was, I, know. It was <laughs> I guess, relatively affordable in, in terms of Rolexes, and we, we didn't because uh, we couldn't get the deal we were looking for. Right. Now we regret it. Yeah, that's a beauty. I know. That's the thing with Rolexes. I have a lot of regrets from the past of like, oh, I should have got that, and I waited on it. And then, you know, now these prices are pretty crazy. Yep. Yep. It is. Shall I go next? Yeah, go for it. I uh, was inspired after watching one of your YouTubes. I'm wearing the Youngins Max Bill. And it, oh, yeah, yes. this is the 2020, they call it the 2020 novelty. And it's it's the Max Bill automatic. They, they have a new version of it in the manual wind uh, that's been out. Mm-hmm. But this is their first... How they can make a watch that yeah, thin with the rotor. So it's so thin. Just, I mean, it's so thin. It's amazing. It looks like when you look at it... You know, just first glance, it looks like a quartz thinness. Mm-hmm. And it, a, a lot of manufacturers talk about how, oh, how thin it's, oh, it's 10 millimeters or this and that. And this is so, uh, I think it's so underappreciated, at, you know, yeah. as far as the technology, but it's, um, it's just beautiful. And it works so well with the whole Bauhaus feel, the dial, you know, the Bauhaus, mm-hmm. the simplicity, the minimalism. And what's, what's um, the diameter on that one? 36, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm trying to find it online and I'm not able to find it because I'm having a little chemo moment here. That's but right. um, but well, it is a smaller vintage size, but it's a new watch. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think um, I think I heard you on one of the episodes talk. Of, was this the watch that 
there was some kind of drama with maybe getting it or something. I don't know if you had like male problems or there was something stressful. Was this one of the watches? Um, uh, it might have been. It was the one that I had actually bought myself. The the that's right. Yeah, I had been looking at them. I had already ordered it. He had yeah. as a as a surprise for for PG for it was either like was it Valentine's I think it was Day Valentine's or, or I think it was or, Valentine's or, Day. Mm-hmm. I had ordered it and then she. Out of the blue. a different one online, and I'm like, you got to be What's the coincidence? Me, <laughs> I mean, our brains were... And he made me return it, so I returned it. Yeah, and so then... that one went back. Yeah. <laughs> which which was good. I mean, I don't I, I don't have a new me- uh, mechanical wine Yeah, that, you piece. bought the manual wine. Yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to have that in, a, in my collection. I've been looking at a lot of um, vintage Elgins that had this minimalist, you know, from that kind of Bauhaus era. But then this one he had already ordered, and it was it took a while for you to get. You had to go through a dealer. Well, it wasn't and... in production yet, so right. yeah, I went through a dealer in the Bay Area. But they, I think they got it to me on time. I think you had yeah. it for whatever. I'm pretty sure it was. Pretty sure it was. Uh, it was Valentine's, Valentine's Day because but... remember Valentine's Day? I did all these things for you, and you'd forgotten it was Valentine's. Well, then it wasn't Valentine's Day. Maybe it was our. Uh, <laughs> oh, maybe it was our it anniversary. Was our anniversary. It was our anniversary in May. Yeah, so I had to make was... up because if you guys you guys listen to the podcast, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, so you, you remember how I was in the total doghouse because I screwed up <laughs> Valentine's Day and didn't get anything. I mean, it was it was bad. It was a bad scene around here for a week or two. I was, so I had to I wake was, up for it. I was doing stuff every day while we were at the track because you were instructing. Yes. And then by the end of the weekend, I'm like, I'm like, dude, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was. Yeah. I bought you safety wire pliers. You bought me all I kinds got of you stuff. Tools. <laughs> I had track brain. <laughs> it's okay. It, it was fine. It was fine. So yeah. So that's that's that, and that's the this ha, this little watch has surprisingly good loom. So you can just you know go outside in the sunlight or hit it with a flashlight, and it'll glow all night. It really does. Which is amazing for a dress watch. That's pretty rare. Yeah, and the indices are tiny little yeah. dots, and they they're really it's it it's German efficiency. So yep. That that's that, and I put it on a, a mesh. I put it on a Milanese bracelet because water and leather Ooh. don't really yeah, um, looks good on that Milanese. with chores and being right outside it does, yeah. yeah thanks yeah okay you no know, i think we know that watch or, or one of the young on watches young and watches well because i got my friend a max bill watch the automatic oh. i think it was a 38 millimeter though and it's the Bauhaus design with the open four or the like rounded four right it looks so clean and so lovely um, so I, I don't know if it's the same one that you're talking about because there's a couple of different Max Bells, but we we have seen it and it was thin and it was beautiful and I almost I almost tried to keep it instead oh, of giving it away. That was a really <laughs> nice <laughs> gift. <laughs> Very thoughtful. Yeah, no, it, was, it was a big event in uh, her life, and I thought, you know, and I was trying trying to get friends hooked in watches, so I was like, <laughs> yep, you know, yep. I'm gonna go all in. And give her something I know she's gonna love, you know, design wise, and see if that works. Oh, that's cool. great! And we've gifted watches too. And I got my girlfriend who owns the Waterfowl Rescue. I gifted her a Seiko Five. Um, she had never had mm-hmm. an automatic watch, so I gave her the mm-hmm. Seiko Five, and she went down the rabbit hole. She was our first. She was our first our guest. She's a nurse, yeah. um, an ER nurse by trade. I heard, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. So that we've been having a lot of fun you know, talking watches. So it's, but again, her husband's not crazy not about us it. right now. Yeah. We he, got her uh, into the hobby and <laughs> I got, I got in the doghouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, All right. Well, let me, let me do my wrist check and then we'll move on to the fun stuff. So I'm, I'm going to join you guys. 
uh, I'm wearing the Rolex Submariner, um, which our listeners have heard a ton about. And this is the one that I bought. Um, oh. I, I went completely rogue while PG was recovering from a surgery. And uh, the, the funny thing is, and you guys, you guys own some Rolexes, so you, you get it. Um, but it's it just, I, I rarely take this off. So we, we both have big collections. But I think most people that have larger collections, you probably have that one watch that, that sees a lot of wrist time or maybe a couple pieces that you just keep going back to. And that's how the Submariner is for me. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. it, I wear it every night. Half the time I don't change it during the day. I used to change watches two or three times a day. But since I've owned the Submariner, it'll stay on my wrist for days at a time. And the funny thing is, I, it was never in, on the radar. I was never planning on buying one. It just, there was the opportunity and I tried it on and I'm like, okay, I get it. Now I understand the, the allure of these things. And it's it's comfortable. It goes with everything. It's easy to read. It's, uh, the quality is amazing. I mean, it just, it's just a phenomenal watch. So it sees a lot of wrist time, uh, on, on my wrist and every once in a while PG grabs it. I do. As well. I, and we have some of those silicone, uh, bands yeah. that go on there and that's a lot of fun for the summer Cincy, and I grab yeah. it and that, that, that makes it, my wrist is about six and a quarter, um, a little bit smaller now. And I'm seven um, and a half, so it is a little more challenging to, yeah. to share, but uh, it's a, it's much easier if we have either either a good size micro adjust on a bracelet or like the rubber rubber straps mm-hmm. or, you know, leather bands, that kind of thing. But that's the one like your Batman uh, or Batgirl that mm-hmm. you can share because it's sporty. You can get away with a large case with that sort of a sporty with the Rolex and that, that larger style with the Rolex is really, you know, it's attractive on women. It's attractive on everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, lo- it looks great. You know, it looks great on a, it, it doesn't, it's not too big, which was a, a fear that I had. And so Ranch Racer is your sub the six digit version, like the one, one, four, zero, six, zero. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. It's it a is. No date. Yeah. So it's the, the wider the, lugs. Yeah. The maxi, they call yeah. it the maxi case. Um, the, the one they just discontinued, but now is yep. probably soaring, I'm sure, in, in terms of prices and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I was looking at values of our collection a few days ago and I, I was, uh, my jaw kind of dropped when I saw what, what these uh, last generation Submariners are selling for. And it, it's interesting because I haven't seen, I don't know if you guys have seen the new one uh, in person. I have not seen the new one in person yet. Uh, obviously because of COVID we're not getting out, but, um, it's, I really thought that the new one would be hotter and that this one would not go up in value as much, but it seems like there's more love for the maxi case than I thought there was given that, <laughs> given the, yes. the value of, of what these are going for now. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Now what's the program yep, that you yep, use that tracks the value? That's a good one. I want to well, do. I use Chrono 24, uh, which is a buying, you know, buying and selling site but in their app they have a function that they added i don't know how long ago that you can like put all your collection in there and it It tracks it it tracks you know what they're going for on on their site at least well and that's good to know with when you're insuring it through your home policy then you can get your values for that uh you well yeah you can get an idea most like our insurance companies still they require an actual appraisal from a an official jeweler but um but yeah, so that's what I got going. I, I'm curious, you know, talking about collection sizes, how, what size is your collection? What, how many watches do you guys have? Do you know? Have if, you lost if, track? If that's okay, we, if we 
can ask oh that. yeah no we we have pretty manageable sizes so when we got into it we bought a lot of stuff i bought i'll just blame my uh me yeah. i i bought a lot of stuff you're feeling around you're trying to get a sense of what you like and you just right. ex- i mean i was just you know excited so tried a lot of stuff and but fortunately they were really affordable pieces for the most part so We've since gifted a lot of those, um, you know, like to family, to friends, trying to get people interested. And we were because we realized we weren't wearing them. Once we got a little further into things, we realized that we kind of have a core set of watches that, you know, so we each have five. That's the, the answer is that. Oh, I have six because no, I just got one. Five. No, I'm, 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 I'm counting. They're right here. I'm <laughs> so I have six. Four pieces. We are going to do a state of the collection on our on our YouTube channel. But if you divide, if you separate what's mine and what's yours, I have six core watches, um, and I have three affordable watches now um, that are in the mix. And then you yeah. know, and then I, I like have an Invicta that I have had for years, maybe even ten years. Mm. And so I don't really, but I have like some Seikos and stuff that are affordable. So. Five, six in the core. You have five. We try to keep it balanced. You have five in your core. We try and to keep it balanced, but you pieces. will then not listen and you will buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're supposed to take turns. We're supposed to take turns. And I, I jumped the line. I just bought an Omega um, 60th anniversary Speedmaster, the trilogy one. Mm-hmm. So um, I jumped the line in that. It was not my turn. So there's a little... <laughs> the speedies are... So Empress gets two now, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, she's in line for a pretty big Speedmaster coming up, the, oh. um, the Silver Snoopy 3. <gasps> okay. So we're... Well, we're we're first on the list for our ad so once the ad gets them which he thinks he will get at least one of them um well he got one ed white and he thinks he's going to get one of these he says that we are we're we're the ones who are going to get the allocation so that counts as empress's watch not mine that's a big deal okay that's a big deal (laughs) we we love the speedmasters and it that's a whole separate rabbit hole within the rabbit hole to Mm -hmm. collect speedies because i have two and I just have the. I you have, have the. You have the same one that uh, Penny has. So, we've got okay. we've got okay. some similar. We've got a lot of similarities in our collections. But yeah, the Speedies. I just they have such a heart. Like with the coaxial mm-hmm. movement, as you you know. Well, yours move, has a coaxial movement, but yours the, does the not. Pro but yeah, yeah, so they these they're like you said on your your YouTube. They they have the functionality and information. So they mm-hmm. they give back to you, and then that that coaxial movement actually has. You put your hand down and it kind of keeps moving for maybe 10 or yeah, 15 your, seconds. Yeah, yours it's is really... pretty alive. You're 38. It's pretty it's neat. Oh, yeah. 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 I, we have the manual line. So yeah. we both have, we have three Speedmasters between us and they're all, all three of them are the manual line ones. Oh. So I don't know if those, if that's the, co- I don't think that's the coaxial movement, but it is the movement that is now discontinued the 1861, mm-hmm. um, you know, which was not even the historic movement, but it was like, you right. know, like the professional Moonwatch has that that movement, this generation, and then the trilogy has it, and then Empress has a Hesalite front, Hesalite crystal on the front, and Sapphire crystal on the back, so she has the Hesalite sandwich, which is a weird bird where you can see the movement, but it has the... Yeah, it has the, it's like a 90s, a late 90s edition where they made it for a few years, so... 
Uh, but they all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, except for the trilogy. The trilogy looks different because it's a different size case. It's 38 millimeter, well, which Perpetual Girl might enjoy that size too. Yeah. It, and it's got a chocolatey sort of grayish dial. It's the, the when they did that trilogy set and made, you know, re, yep. re, the 1957. Yep. So that's mm-hmm. the one that I just jumped the line and bought. Uh, but we do love them. I mean, you can't go wrong. I want a whole collection of Speedmasters if I could <laughs> afford it. I would infinitely try to collect them, but they're super addictive. Yeah, and and you have the unique ones, and I I, I I'm kind of along the line with Empress, where I like the idea that there aren't very many of like a specific piece walking around, like especially vintage. I love. I may have a lot of watches, but a lot of them are eBay, you know, really good eBay finds for under twenty bucks. So I've got some vintage Seikos I've got some wacky fashion from like the 60s and 70s that look like Wonder Woman bracelets um just I I really like the the uniqueness of the vintage stuff and it is like fashion where you know fashion trends come and they cycle around every you know 10 20 years and the same kind of thing sort of happens with the watches too where you can look back and see some of the acrylic and some of the color pieces that were coming out in the 60s and 70s. And now there's sort of a resurgence of the 80s with some of these swatch-like brands coming out with quartzes. So I, I really like the vintage stuff. And I, I like the fact that someone a long time ago, maybe in the 1930s, has worn a bulova that I have. Or you have your your mm, yes. your grandma's watch, um, that sort of yes. thing, where in a totally different time, someone was walking around with this and you know living their life with this watch and i kind of like that yeah that nostalgia i i love i love vintage pieces um we have a 1953 long jean i saw that am i right 1953 yeah yeah um beautiful the reason we reason why we bought it was it was penny knew that I was, I was on the fence, and Penny knew that there. I, I love old things. I love old houses. I love old dishes. Mm. Penny knew, this is how to get her in. <laughs> and in in this this little shop in this in a tiny tiny town, this one guy like sitting over over his like collection of watches that he sells. Penny said, "Let's go there," and. He had this 1953 Longine, and I looked at it, and I was like, "That one, that one right there. That that's that one." Yeah, it's a tank. It's mm-hmm. a tank watch, a tank Longine, but it has like diamond, like a diamond dial on the indices. The yeah. indices are diamond, yeah. and so it's a white gold case, I think, yeah. a white gold case with the diamonds. But it's a nice, slender profile and look. And you like the fact that it's old, right? I, I love it. <laughs> and I love that it was, A, 1953 is the year my mother was born, and I lost her um, really early in, even in my, for my time, I lost her really early. And so mm-hmm. I, um, it was like an homage to her. And it was like, look at this piece. Someone in 1953 was, saw this, created this, and then sold it and someone decided to wear it and wear it to beautiful events or wear it to work. And I was like, this is it. This is the piece for me. And I, if you look at my, I always call, is it Chrono? Chronos? Oh, Chrono 24. Yeah. Chrono 24. Yeah. I always call it by the wrong she name. She calls it Chronos. <laughs> That's the Klingon homeworld. <laughs> that sounds like a dream. <laughs> it's the Klingon homeworld. 
sorry. It's like I, I, I love it. I my page has the most. I collect. I like. I have like searches for the most co- weird, weird years, eclectic things that I've heard about, and I'm like, oh, let me see if someone's selling this, and let me. See. And so that's what it. That's what my chrono twenty four. Yeah, your page, notes. Ah. My notes all like weird things that someone made once upon a time maybe i can find it for a really great price yeah and then penny's like no i just i just bought a new speedy (laughs) (laughs) uh, that's a beautiful beautiful longine and have you gone into the bulova territory yet like um a, a great storefront is buying on time have you checked out uh, any of his oh. uh, vintage bullivas yeah. and things like that. I oh, I might not. have gotten have in looked, trouble again. <laughs> look bullivas. Yeah, but bullivas. I have not. Okay, buying on time. Yeah, we don't know that one. Yeah, well. and you're, you know, a lot of estate sales. If you go into those small shops, they have a lot of bullivas too. You can you can find a lot of mm-hmm. cool. You don't like going into those stores. I do not know, but I'm saying you. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this sounds familiar. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I like new things that are reliable and I don't know I'm not I'm not um, a big vintage person I can understand why people like them but I also needed to work and there's some quirks sometimes to the older pieces Let's right see, that's you know. that's Ranch Racer and I like the old yeah. dishes you mentioned dishes I, I want love new old stuff dishes. I want new shiny works good <laughs> I don't have it's a good I, balance though. Between I, I a guess. couple. It's really interesting how the similarities here because it's the same thing in this household. I mean, you're really into the nostalgia history. and the mm-hmm. history and I guess you're kind of a student of history and you and you love the, the vintage stuff. And, and the I, it's like, I want the latest and greatest, the newest stuff, you yep. know. Absolutely. <laughs> same here. <laughs> so, okay. I, I got one for you guys that I don't think is actually on the list that PG sent you. So I'm going to throw you a curveball. Um <laughs> What, and you may, there there may not be an answer for this, but uh, do you have, is there a watch that was like your biggest mistake? Like you bought it and then you thought, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? I've got to sell this thing. I, this was ridiculous. I shouldn't have bought it. Do you, do, do you guys have, or do you oh, both have one oh, of those? Penny. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm holding it in my hand right now because uh, it is a Seamaster chronograph. So, but it is a titanium and gold Seamaster chronograph. I think it's on our Instagram page somewhere, but we'll we'll do a state of the collection so people can see it. And it's very thick. First of all, my grievance is I bought it. So I bought it on Crown and Caliber, like really early when I was hyper buying things. <laughs> and I wanted some bling. I wanted something gold. And I also, um, I had the Speedmaster at the time and I liked Omega because at that point I was like, I'm not a Rolex person who cares about Rolex. I'll get another Omega. <laughs> and I wanted it to have some gold in it. So I got it. And, the you know, um, it's really quirky. It's a Seamaster chronograph, so it doesn't quite look like a Speedy. Mm. But it's got the scallop, the scallop bezel, the Hesolite, I mean, the um, helium escape valve. Yep. And it's got a shiny gold uh, bezel. But then it's a brushed titanium case, a very, like, 
dark brushed case. It's a really odd bird, and it's got like red subdial hands and stuff, and the wavy dial, the blue wavy dial. It just has a lot going on. It's kind of busy. And hmm. I got it at first, and I thought it was cool, kind of, and wore it a little bit. But eventually, I realized that the, the dark titanium, the color of the, the metal or of the titanium, it's not close enough to silver, so stainless steel. So I didn't like it. It looks kind of dull, and it just had a lot going on. It's really chunky and thick on my wrist. And so, yeah, that was a watch that I I grew to dislike and figured it was a mistake. <laughs> I haven't made a lot of mistakes, but that was one where I was like, this is a mistake. But hold on. We're not done yet. <laughs> and then, and then, so I sold it. And uh, what I've since realized I have a keeper's mentality with watches and shall not be selling any watches again. You know, I'm, I'm banned from selling watches <laughs> because I typically buy them all back. So I sold this watch. Um, Empress had been wearing it, actually, because I think I'd even moved it over to your side and said, I don't want this watch. Do you want Oh, it even oh, moved and, to a different I, box. And I still <laughs> sold it, even though it wasn't even technically mine. And because I was just like, no, I was liquidating. I was getting the Batman at that time, and I was just liquidating a few things. And it's like, ah, I can let it go. And um, Empress was, you know, made the comment that, oh, that watch was really unique. You know, it's a really unique Seamaster. Mm -hmm. You don't see it out there. And then she started bookmarking a few of them <gasps> in her, her Chrono 24 searches. Like she was oh. flagging them and the same watch that we had. So I went back to the guy I sold it to. It, I sold it to a brick and mortar store. He still had it. He was like, I can't move this <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's very particular. Like, it, it, and according to Chrono 24, it's not very common and it, it's w worth more than we paid for it. But that's only if you find a person that right. really wants to look. Right. So I bought it back from him. And I think it was last year. It was around the holidays. And yeah. I was like, happy, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. Here's, and I'm um, like, you what? We sold it. Why no, did you buy I, it back? And, then you're like, I, and I thought you wanted it. So we have this watch now with the story of, of buying and selling it and Twice. buying it. Ugh, you know? Yeah. And it's not going anywhere, no matter how weird I think it is. And occasionally I look at it and I, I think it is kind of cool and quirky, but it's definitely Empress's watch. It counts on your side of the collection, yeah. not mine. <laughs> so I have little to do with it other than look at it occasionally and say, it's not bad. You know, it's just a lot. And I discovered that I like really basic, simple, right, right. safe looking watches. And this is definitely not that. Yeah, it's unique. It's definitely unique. And it's probably light if it's actually t titanium. It's probably lightweight. Oh, yeah. even... It's chunky, but it's not a heavy watch. Right. Yeah. God, that's a funny story. That is funny. We haven't we haven't done that yet. <laughs> we, we don't have a story quite like that, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think if we... I wouldn't call... The Bluesy wasn't a mistake watch, but that was probably the one... That's the only watch we've sold. The only uh, big... We've sold a couple. We've sold a couple, but the... Um, we had the two-tone bluesy. That was my grail. And it, it was the older, smaller Explain case. Explain to our, our listeners that maybe oh. don't know what a bluesy, a bluesy is. What is, is the, that? The Rolex Submariner two-toned yellow and stainless with the blue dial. Okay. And this was the pre-maxi yes. case. So it was, you know, like your Explorer, your the Polar. Slender lugs. has a smaller. And it, it fit really well. And it was, it's a beauty. It was a beauty. Yeah. But it was really well, blingy. Okay. You, you, you... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. Go ahead. 
you're describing as you're describing this watch, Empress is like practically salivating because oh. she likes <laughs> But one of the questions we've had, we haven't actually seen one in person. And one of the questions that she has is, I think, basically, how did you, or like we you, we've th- talked about this, how did you like the previous version of it? Because you're talking about the five-digit version of mm-hmm. one of the five-digit the bluesy, not the bigger maxi right. case like ceramic I, version. It was, I think, I it's, loved it. I mean, for for PG, it fit her wrist better, right? Because she's got a small wrist, and even though they're the the pre-maxi and the maxi are both 40 millimeter and we always tell people don't just go off the diameter right there's so many other things uh that are important when you're looking at at watch and how watch and how it fits on your wrist but i think um the ma- the, the non-maxi case the five digit f- fit your wrist better mm-hmm. and i think also because there's more going on right you got that blue dial you've got the, the gold yellow. um it maybe is a little a little more understated than the larger kind of in your face mm. six digit. Um, mm. So I think it's the, that is the perfect, uh, if you're going to go with the bluesy, I, in my opinion, I think the five digit is absolutely okay. the way to go. Um, yeah. But you know, for us, it just, I, I had, I bought the six digit Submariner, but I kind of, my, my thought process when I was buying this and I had had this, worry i was always worried whenever pg went out with the bluesy on by herself it just mm. because it's mm-hmm. so it's flashy it's it is that it is the yeah. that's a rolex right mm-hmm. just like a, a big date just right, right? right. it's uh, yeah. and i was always nervous about it and i always felt a little bit self-conscious because i'm not a bling guy at all i i tend to fly under the radar mm-hmm. uh, i'm the guy at the mm-hmm. party that's kind of over hanging out in the corner you know drinking a beer and not super social and for <laughs> me it was just i it looked beautiful and it's, I, th- I still think it's one of the most iconic, beautiful watches Rolex has ever produced. Mm. Um, but it wasn't getting worn because I was worried about her wearing it. I was self-conscious about wearing it. And so that's why, I, I don't know if it was a mistake, but it was just, we weren't, I guess we weren't fully prepared for what it, what it was and right. what it meant. For right. Me. So it's like, it's like mm-hmm. a journey. You bought, you buy what you like. But then as you wear it, you kind of learn that this doesn't quite fit my personality. It was super duper sporty, like you'd see it on the golf course or 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 someone (laughs) with a really, you know, really nice suit on with a crisp white shirt going to a meeting or, you know, it was Mm -hmm. more. um, But I also like I I was rocking it with like, you know, a white T-shirt and jeans and oh, you could wear it it was fine. But definitely I was a little nervous about something that kind of was screaming I'm probably expensive and yeah, I'm I wearing not, a Rolex. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> you know? Hello. Look at me. <laughs> yeah. And that was, yeah. we, yeah. Uh, we ended up finding a really great home for it. A fella that had lost his original dad's watch that the blue, his, his dad's same, blues. He lost it on a golf course. Pretty much the same year. Yeah. yeah. So he was trying wow. to find the exact year and we gave, we gave him a really fair price and it was, mm-hmm. he was, he was like in tears. So it was, went to a good home. Good. Yeah. It went to a good home. But um, but I do love the two tone and, and Empress. I think you mentioned you were talking about the Yacht Master, which I, yeah. uh, <laughs> I I've been flagging those two tone, the older, like the uh-huh. thirty six millimeter with the rhodium dial, two tone yellow. And there's a lot going on with that too. But but with that bezel, it's um, that bezel yeah. is just it is breathtaking. And I saw it in person. That's when mm. I knew I, like. Per- 
prior to seeing that one in person, I was like, oh, Rolex, uh huh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's wearing it. Why? Why is it so important? And then I saw it in person and I was like, um, Yacht Master? Okay. <laughs> oh. I was like, okay, all right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, okay, I can go with that one. And I you could wear that. that every day. You could wear that watch every day. I would. Yeah. I would. I would. And I would slug anyone that came close to me. <laughs> I just like slug him. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, the bluesy is, it's, oh, yeah. Kenny I've, just pulled up a photo. They're amazing. It, it also, yeah. It, they're amazing. Um, and I'm one of those people um, that I wear when, when pre COVID, I, I would wear dresses all the time to work, to anything. And so last time we were able to get dressed up, it was our anniversary and our friends were getting married. And I was like, oh, I could wear the nice petite long jean or this. And I was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on the, the Hulk and Seiko. We're going with Seiko with this dress. Oh, you wore the Save the Ocean Seiko. Oh, right? no. so you have that one no, too. No, no. Oh my gosh, we have similar. Big Seiko? Yeah, that's your big Seiko. Did I wear my Seiko? I don't know what you wore, but that's the Seiko that you have that's big. I yeah, I wore my, I think I did wear my Seiko. Yeah, my and Seiko you were wearing a blue dress. Yeah. Oh, that so, would yeah. be pretty. So that was like a yep. statement piece. That's a perfect, yeah. per- yeah. perfect statement piece. Like yes. like yeah. you were saying, you know, some women wear like a statement necklace or mm-hmm. you talk about jewelry and you can't put a whole lot of jewelry with a piece like that. So that well, is you your, sta- that's your focus. Yeah. Your accessory. It's, it's like, it's, yeah, it's my accessory. It's my, whoa. And it, you know, and that's, so when I look at this bluesy, I'm like, oh, I have this dress that would go with that and that dress that would go with that. <laughs> and I bet you I could, like, we could get a couple of pantsuits that would go with that. Yeah. And well, so, it, and that's what, it's like just seeing that, just like my heart is just like, okay, take this picture off here because mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not focusing. And so, <laughs> well, I mean, just, yeah, just hearing like your... Yeah, just hearing your personality, the types of watches you like, Empress, I think you could totally rock the bluesy. I yeah. mean, I that that would be like the perfect watch for you, I think. Yeah, I think, you know, and, and it's a question, though, you know, about safety and about what is flashy and what's on your wrist. And in general, you know, I think that, you know, the louder flashier, like the BLNR, you know, with the Jubilee bracelet, mm-hmm. I've been wearing it. We're working from home. So most of the time I'm in sweats and just hoodies and, you know, just dog clothes, playing with the dog's clothes. And I was wearing that for like, I wore it for almost three months straight just Mm. to test myself to see if I could stick with one watch. And, you know, I did wear it in all these different circumstances, but it does stand, even that stands out because of the Jubilee bracelet. Yeah. The light catches it. Yeah, that that a gold or a gold watch or a two tone watch, the the um, Seamaster that we're talking about doesn't work in that way because it's not it's it's a duller look. But those Brushed, Rolexes yeah. that are two two tone are gonna pop, and the bluesy looks like it pops, and that is a question. But Empress is convinced that she can wear it and pull it <laughs> off, and and people won't really notice. Um, oh no, they'll she's notice. so fabulously dressed and styled. <laughs> Well, well and you can. This. It would just work. It would just work. And it, yeah, it would work. work. And if they got too close, I'm gonna slug them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I actually had started out with my um, Invicta Donald Duck because um, I love Donald Duck. We love ducks and yeah. geese because we yes. have the pets. And I got the two tone bluesy homage 
with Donald on it. So I do, oh. I do still have a yellow two tone with the blue dial, but it's it's the Invicta with the Seiko movement. But that's a fun one too. I mean, and if you, you ever got held up at gunpoint, you, I you, could just you hand it, take to it off and go. Here you go, <laughs> enjoy. Yeah, there yeah. is something to be said about not worrying. That's true. Yeah, uh-huh. and that's that's a whole other that's a whole other topic. Well, I don't like your date. Just your that was a birthday watch, I think. Right, that was my fiftieth. Your fiftieth birthday. birthday watch yeah. on that. That one, yeah. if you you wear that like if we're going out together. Right. Right. If we're like, but other than that, you, you wear it a lot yeah, at home. I wear it at home. Even before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But there are a lot of watches that are, are like that smaller, it's a 31 millimeter two-tone, but and Seiko and Citizen and everyone made them. So you don't always know what's on someone's wrist unless you get up pretty close. But yeah, I right. would not, I probably wouldn't wear that out um, alone. Mm-hmm. 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 So. Yeah. But... Okay, let's get back to our questions here. So now how, um, we're going to have to edit this out because I'm having a chemo moment here. That's okay. I don't care about chemo moments. They can stay in. <laughs> the less editing for me, the better. <laughs> okay. Oh, so, what about the, um, like, how do your, your families, what do your families think about your watch collecting? They think you're crazy. Do they know about it? Some of them know about it. I think, well, we've tried to get uh, people in. Like I said, we, we kind of thinned out a lot of our watches by giving them to folks. And some people know about it. Um, they don't really think, my mom doesn't understand it entirely, but she's into jewelry and, you know, rings and necklaces and things and like handbags. And so once I was able to show her that, the watches are probably equivalent to her collection of all of that mm-hmm. other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, like really nice rings or something, you know, that then terms she didn't get the price point thing, you know, which is a lot of like, there's a lot of sticker shock around that, you know? And, and so I think that she was the only one. Most people don't really think much about it. And most people say, cause they know I'm a hobbyist. You're not going to get me hooked on this. <laughs> you know, they <laughs> keep coming a mile away and I'm like, Hey, you know, do you wear a watch or, you know, hey, I, I noticed you're not wearing a watch and they just kind of run for the hills. So, um, <laughs> like, they're, they're, Hey little girl, you want to try this? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, and handbags so, can uh, be, we, handbags yeah. can be really expensive. Oh yeah, the handbags, the shoes, the, mm-hmm. the diamond rings and she stuff. Has, so. She has like red bottom heels. I'm like, yeah, the price of that red bottom heel. Yeah, she got there. I was like, she got it once I made that comparison. Yeah. That I don't have those things, and I'm also unlike Empress. I don't style like I'm not a girly girl. I style very conservatively. You know, I wear suits and stuff, and. You know, um, so, you know, my mom never expected that I would get into handbags. <laughs> oh, <laughs> funny. And so she, once I made that comparison, like, these are my handbags. The watches are, are like that for me. Uh, she she kind of got it, you know. But, um, but yeah, pe- people don't really think that much about it. We also try not to talk about it too, too much, like, specifics, just because, you know, um, even though we don't keep our watches at home, you never know about people thinking about opportunity or, right. hey, what you know, you, you've got all these fancy watches. And it really isn't that much, but it is still, you know, for most people, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, period. So um, so we try to be thoughtful about that and, and responsible and keeping them in the, the safety deposit box and insuring them and all of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think um, people are more... 
just don't really get most people don't really get why you even wear a watch these days because you don't have to you know so i think that's really the the main part of it is most people prefer their phones and uh Mm -hmm. so that's a little bit of an uphill battle but our nephews have some promise we we they're young and so we're we're able to get them a little curious about watches so we're hopeful that you know they they will get into it as they grow up and we give them you know casios and and other Timexes and other watches as gifts, you know, when it the when it's their birthday and stuff. So we think that we'll have some budding watch enthusiasts in the family at some point. My brother is actually he's another person. We got a gift box of a watch box full, half full of boxes, wow, like a G-Shock. I got him a Bulova, just a nice little kind of like starter set, and he's all in. He, he mm. actually is all in at this point. So um. Yeah, so so there's a range, but and there's a, there's we're gonna um, hear our dog whining. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's there and there's a lot of a um, lot of flexibility in like the Casio and the you know the lower end where you can you can get a great watch for twenty dollars. The World Time, I mean, there are yep. there are so many great things to start someone out, and they can collect on a budget. Like um, like we gave my nephew a Seiko five, and then. For another gift, I gave him a, a, a bracelet, a band for it. So you can mm-hmm. give you can give watch related gifts that aren't actually a watch too. So it's right. You know, some of the things that we talk about, but um, but yeah. So yeah. Other than your now, you're talking about how this bluesy is is the must have for Empress as a Grail. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything on your radar at the moment that you're really looking to buy? I'm, I can't remember if. You mentioned it on your YouTube, but or, or even or, like grails that are maybe just out of reach, but it's like, wow, that's a dream. I'd love to own that someday. Like almost mm-hmm. the unobtainable, right? Well, I think that we're in line, hopefully, for that um, silver Snoopy. Yes, which being you know Speedmaster fans, we that I mean Snoopy goes around the moon. Like, what else do you need I in know. a watch? <laughs> it's <laughs> incredible. Around the moon. <laughs> In the case back. So if that comes through, you know, I know that Omega is uh, very, very slowly easing them out. So it may take a while if we have that opportunity. So that's something that uh, we're holding tight for to see in 2021, if that can come through. Um, and, um, and a Submariner ranch racer, uh, you know, I, I was being so specific about, Hey, which sub do you have? Because, you know, I, I, I don't have a sub. I have a Tudor Black Bay 58, which I thought was going to quell the sub desires at mm. some point. Uh, when I actively didn't want a sub when I bought that, but now I actively do. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, after the Silver Snoopy, if I can get one of the new subs at retail, you know, this is all, these, these might as well be dreams. I, I mean, we have a relationship with um, an AD. Um, so and he says it's not impossible, you know. So I, I, he got we got the BLNR from him. So I do believe that, that oh, yeah. maybe oh, that, yeah. that that'll come through. Especially if it. Well, I told him I wanted the the green one. I was like, can I get a green sub? <laughs> so, oh, with the black dial. Little, yeah, I love that. Yeah. So who knows if that's the case? But I think at least a no date sub would be the no date you know version would be great. Uh, so that's, you know, that's going to tie us up for a while planning and, and hoping for those things we'll see. Mm-hmm. And with everything in the world, you know, it's all, it's all possibly fiction. Anyhow, we have to sort of see what 
uh, hopefully 2021 will be a much, much, much better year. And then, um, you know, we, we, we can enjoy looking forward to those, those pieces. And those are good investment pieces as well. Yeah. I kind of had my eye on the, the Frank Stella, um, Rolex, the inspired new, the new Oyster Perpetual colors. And I absolutely love that coral red. Mm-hmm. But the 36 millimeter, I think, is a unicorn. I don't, I don't yeah, know if there's... The dealers don't seem to be getting a lot of the 36s. I think the 41 is, is more And I demand. can't pull off a 39 even. I, I, that's even... Mm. The lugs hang over the side of my wrist. Um, I, could always, oh. I could always try it on a rubber bracelet, but, but 41 would not... That would be too big. Not work. Yeah. I hope they do stock the 36s because... Um, you know, I think the 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 three hander Rolexes to me, thirty six is such a sweet spot. Like yeah, like um, even the the well, the Datejust and the Explorer. I like the Explorer at thirty six millimeters. Mm-hmm. I think the proportions are just lovely, mm-hmm. and I think the Rolex watches always. It's interesting because they can fit, but they also wear a little big. Like they the do. Thirty four millimeter Rolex um, Oyster Perpetual dates. The old, you know, the, those fit really well, and so do the thirty sixes. So um, that's interesting that they're not stocking those. But those dials are pretty cool. I know, and the, it's interesting that you mentioned that about the size because I have the my first luxury watch was that thirty four millimeter Oyster Perpetual with no date. Mm-hmm in the mm-hmm. white grape or champagne dial and my vintage yeah. my vintage explorer one is a is supposedly 36 millimeters and when you put those two next to each other they look almost identical size because the yeah. lugs are different sizes so and the bezel is a different size and yeah. yeah so that i think that that coral red i think that would suit me like on an everyday basis and it's even got a little bit of a western feel to it mm-hmm. because of that coral <laughs> so i think like empress you could rock that bluesy and i could rock that that <laughs> coral red for sure yeah Hint. well hopefully it'll come through for you i know you all have some really great relationships in the industry so i hope you'll you'll be able to get the coral the coral 36 because oh, that's thanks. lovely you know i think there's i mean there are, i'm sure they're out there if we really you know we could do a go to a david sw or something like that but we do try to we try to stay loyal to our like you said we have really good our, our local yeah. ad they've become good friends so we we stay we try to stay loyal to them and and buy those you know the rolex pieces from them Support so it, it'll come in yeah. eventually and the whole thing is i mean i'm sure the 41 is probably going to have better resale value than the 36 but we really don't we consciously try not to buy for resale value i mean you're always going to do well if you buy a rolex um mm-hmm. especially a sport you know any of their sport pieces but Man, I and people, you know, our listeners will ask us, should I buy this one because it's going to have better resale? And I always tell them, buy the one that you want that you're going to like more. Don't buy it for resale. You know that. Just let right. that stuff take care of itself. If you're buying for that, then you're not. You know, I mean, I guess there's reasons for it, right? There are speculators out there, but right. buy but the watch AD... that you're passionate about and that yeah. fits you and that you want and that looks good on your wrist. Well, and ads do not want to see a flip. They they really correct. That is a that's kind of a big no no. And you right, know, you may ruin your relationship if you're just buying to invest. If they find out you're yeah. flipping, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So well, we're yeah. I can't believe we're already over an hour. This is I mean, this is a lot of fun. I, 
we've gone through a lot of the stuff that that we sent you guys in terms of of what we wanted to cover but you know what 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 would you like to leave our listeners with in terms of collecting and watches and and you know how you go about it is there some is there anything that you'd like to leave our listeners with in terms of how you go about the hobby philosophy yeah kind of a philosophy of collecting well i think we kind of have talked about this we tried to do a podcast first of all hats off to both of you for your longevity and excellent oh, thank content. you because i i listen to your podcast when i'm out walking the dogs playing with them in the yard Aww. i go through my cycle and you're one of you are the first if not the only podcast that i've found that was hosted by a couple and i was so excited because you just don't hear that, you know, there, there are a lot of dudes in this hobby yeah. and it was just really cool to have two people in the same household collecting and to hear, you know, perpetual girls uh, contributions too in the hobby. And so, um, I guess, you know, we, we tried to have a podcast. We tried not very hard. We, we recorded <laughs> like two episodes and then we realized we just couldn't get ourselves on a schedule. <laughs> and so it's we, tough. Yeah. We, that, you know, that's how we initiated thinking that we would have a podcast, but we we're, we're not there for the long haul with that, but we really enjoy the content that you put out. Um, and so I guess our only, we talk a lot amongst ourselves about women collectors and marketing and things. And so our, I guess our parting words are just like, to women, you know, um, enjoy the hobby, wear what you like and don't worry about, you know, Oh, even in terms of sizes, you can pull off whatever you're really into. So Mm -hmm. if you like a watch, wear it. Um, and we've met some really cool ladies who are, who are doing this or connected with them on Instagram or YouTube. And so, yeah. And then all the dudes have been pretty welcoming and, and nice and stuff too. So we just, um, you know, we just think about that, that, hey, women are out here and sometimes in the same household like us. And yeah, we we we, we dig watches. I would also say when your spouse decides to go off and buy that piece and um, completely forgets that you were next on the list. Don't get too angry. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't get too upset. Just be like. Okay, dear. Be patient. But obviously don't ever let them forget it, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, just have little moments. Be like, oh, but remember? <laughs> That's leverage there. I know. I'll, I'll never let you forget about that. I, had, I, uh, I blew my hip out riding my horse, and I'm recovering on the couch the day after the surgery, yeah. and he comes in. Look what I got. And I'm like, wait, I'm rubbing my eyes like, what? What? <laughs> Is that a submariner? <laughs> <laughs> good timing oh, honey uh, well well i think those are wise words because fantastic yeah words. we yeah. women are out there the collectors are out there and the, there are serious collectors and that's I, I i want to i think a lot of us want to be seen as a serious collector and not as a some sort of an object wearing a watch and th- that's a whole other marketing topic for a different podcast is some women kind of push the are we really looking at the watch or are we looking at the women so Mm -hmm. I think it's like you said you have you have a solid collection you you have the knowledge you you know the types of things that each of you like and you're in you're in the hobby for the hobby and for the watch which you know it's 
there are a lot of serious female collectors. And I think that the guys really do welcome us because mm-hmm. I think perhaps their spouses or their partners, they're not quite into it. So right. they'll say, hey, look, hey, check this out. They like this. And I think it's just a really neat way to connect with people and and have a hobby. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, it Wonderful. is. Wonderful. Well, ladies, I, I have to say this, you know, I, w- I wasn't aware that we were going to be recording this. And I think like, I think you told me a couple days ago that we were doing this. Well, so you, no, you guys have I been, had been talking about it, but and I, maybe I forgot, you but you, you guys have been in, in touch with PG on Instagram. Yes. And, and so I've been driving the whole thing, driving yeah. this whole thing. But I have to tell you, this has been a true pleasure. You guys are awesome. Um, it was, it's so fun to see a couple that's so similar to us in your yes. collect, your collection and, and even your personalities, I've had a great time. I wish, I wish we could go on for another hour, but uh, we do need to wrap up. And, and I just want to thank you both for taking the time. This has really, really been enjoyable. And we, yeah, I, well, I, I feel like we have two new friends. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Hey, if you're ever in Massachusetts, you know, when, when all this is over, going on a, a, any, any trips, let us know. Yeah. And we actually, I'm from California, so we're out in the... Sometimes the East Bay area, um, but but you know who knows? Maybe there will be watch meetups again in person, and it would be a lovely thing to to cross paths. Yeah, we we will make that happen for sure. Whether it's out here or out there or both, we will definitely make that happen. I would love to meet you guys in person. Definitely. Right on. Well, take care. All right. Thank you so much. And there you go. (laughs) There you have it. Penny and Empress, our new friends. It was so fun recording with those guys. Just I, I could have kept going, you know. I I definitely could have kept going. Lots of commonalities and just neat people. A lot of things in common. So it was yeah. like having friends over and having a GT a watch get together. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah. fun. I I hope we could meet him in person someday. That'd be oh, a blast. Yeah. And what great collections! I mean, you know, not huge, but very thoughtful and mm-hmm. some fantastic pieces and and uh, yeah, that's just a that was probably. I don't know. I'm thinking that might have been the most fun I've had on on the podcast oh, for quite a while. They, yeah, it was pretty all, fun. I think our our loving the listeners are the most fun. I, yeah, I mean that's it is my favorite segment. It's it's turned out to be a, a segment that our listeners like and enjoy quite a bit because it's different. You know, I mean, all the podcasts have manufacturers on, and it's not that we don't like doing it. It's just that we we tend to. Um, we tend to keep that more that part of the podcast smaller, right? Like mm-hmm. there are some manufacturers like SWC, obviously, and Formax and Oris that uh, that we've kind of created friendships with and, mm-hmm. and relationships. But we don't like to just constantly seek out. Yeah, we don't no. seek it out, and we don't want to be just uh, you know slamming you guys with constant podcasts with manufacturers. That's not what we're about. We love having our listeners on. Those are so much fun. And we've and, made a lot of new friends that way. Yeah, so. and we can talk about a lot of different manufacturers that way. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so anyway, I think that's – we're going to wrap because it was, it was a long recording with the girls. Mm-hmm. And and uh, this is probably going to be about an hour and 15 or hour and 20-minute show, I would imagine. But uh, anything we need to remind our users of? We don't, Our users. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Our users. Our, <laughs> our listeners. You need a vacation. I do need – it's coming up. We're getting yeah. close to the holidays. Next week is Christmas. Definitely could use a little bit of time off. Yeah, and but, me uh, with all the things going on, had to get all those get all those surgeries in by the end of the year. Oh my gosh, it's been crazy. <laughs> I, got, I got a little hammered this year. Two so. surgeries and two Chemos. chemo treatments in two weeks. Yeah. So it's it's been a, so a little a bit break. of a rough ride. 
But, uh, you know, check us out on Instagram. We're, we scaled back. If you guys haven't known, I don't post at all on my, my account up. anymore. I'm still there. Yeah. Perpetual girl is still, still out there. She'll, she still maintains our love and watches account, mm-hmm. but it's, we, we've said it many times, social media is not our, it's not what we're about. So that's, that's more just to kind of let you guys know we're still here and, yeah. and what we're doing. But, uh, at the end of the day, it's about the show and, and about you guys. So, uh, but you know, feel free to go follow us, check out our website and we do have the YouTube channel. We've got a couple fun ones up there. Uh, we did a review of the couple of new Oris pieces mm-hmm. and those, were, uh, those have been really popular. They've been very popular. Yeah. And, and like I said, in the intro, I think we're going to try to do one of the bunker. Uh, I'm not sure mm-hmm. when I'll get that out, but, um, you know, definitely, uh, try to get one out there for the bunker. So, all right, well. I think we can wrap. So for the Love and Watches podcast, this is Ranch Racer. And this is Perpetual Girl. And we hope you guys have a fantastic week. And a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year or Hanukkah or whatever holiday you celebrate. And we hope you uh, enjoy time with your families and your loved ones. And we will uh, be coming back to you guys after the first of the year. Or sooner. You never know. Oh, you never know. <laughs> All right. See you later, guys. All right. Bye-bye.